We had big plans for an action-packed weekend, and we only accomplished 50% of what we wanted to do. I would say like maybe 20. 20%? No, we only we had two plans. We had a Saturday plan, which was to go to the Big Green Egg Eggtober Fest at Stone Mountain Park. Yeah. And then we had a Sunday plan, which was to go down to Midtown and go to Piedmont Park and go to the parade, the Pride, Atlanta Pride Parade. And then we were supposed to have Sundays are supposed to be like working days for us. And usually every Sunday we're working. And yesterday I was on the couch for like nine hours, just feeling the fall weather and the rain. And I was curled up in a blanket watching Dateline. Made chili. I made chili. Jeff made chili. It was fantastic. Okay, so now I feel like an even bigger loser because we only accomplished 20% of what we wanted to do over the weekend. Yeah. Womp womp. That's okay. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for my friend George McCarrow. He's actually my best friend, and he celebrated a birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, George. I'm grateful for our friendship. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for really comfy pajama pants. Now, just for the record, the, the reason we didn't get stuff done this weekend, a, a lot of it had to do with the weather, because... Nobody wants to go to a parade in the rain. A lot of people want to parade. I know, but okay. Callie and I didn't want to go to a parade in the rain, but then it was just that perfect. It was like the first colder fall day. So Callie was like, will you make some chili? So I did. Then she had this big, we have this big blanket, I think. Didn't I give it to you? It was for our anniversary last year. Because isn't it cotton or linen or whatever the thing is? It's cotton for year two. And so it's this big furry blanket and Callie was just heaped under that. Oh, best day ever. And it was, we had all the doors open. The rain was coming down outside. It was just a great day. And there's really not anything that could have gotten my butt off that couch today. Uh, We do want to say to anybody who is new to the show, we're going to try to do this when we see a little spike in our numbers. And as we reported during the double the upside uh, a report on Friday. We have about 300 new listeners to the upside than we had the week before. So we want to say thank you guys for coming on board and, and checking out the upside. And we want to try to like real quick, just tell you what we're all about and what you can expect. So my name's Jeff and I'm married to her and her name's Callie. And our third wedding anniversary is right around the corner. It's in like a week. Uh, we have two dogs. They uh, two are rescue dogs. Two rescue dogs. Our neighbors hate them, but they are perfect. And our show is basically a uh, a glimpse into our lives and our intention to live every day with gratitude and grace and kindness. Um, we usually succeed. Sometimes we don't, but we're always honest about it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, it's meant to be inspirational, but in an honest way, because we are not fans of like that. Everything is perfect all the time. 
It's just, nobody likes that. I mean, some people do, but then when you get off that high, you're like, oh, my life isn't perfect. And these people preaching perfect positivity to me are driving me nuts. So we try not to do that. We try to be really realistic about positivity and gratitude and struggles and all that good stuff. Um, but it, we try to end everything on a high note and just make you feel good. And yeah. And, and, and even though the show is called the upside with Callie and Jeff dollar and in the, in the voice at the beginning says, it's all about living in gratitude and helping other people do the same. Sometimes you'll hear a show that beginning to end doesn't have like a motivational talk or a lesson or a moral to the story. Sometimes it'll just be what we did over the weekend and, uh, you know, why our neighbors are mad at our dogs today or whatever it is. It might just be just stuff. It might just be our day to day, whatever. Um, because I don't think it's real or authentic to have endless gratitude and kindness and joy. Some days you just go about your life and it's just a day. Yeah. And because we do this every single day, um, if we both have a day like that, that's what you're going to hear. But but we try to every week at least inject a few opportunities to be grateful and kind. So Yes, we do. That's how we roll. And uh, we also do stuff uh, to, to encourage you to spread the word about the upside and also participate in all the stuff that we have available. Um, and we're not afraid of bribing you with prizes. No, we are totally into bribes. I'm totally down. Who doesn't love a good bribe? So last week, uh, you may have seen that we were giving away some Amazon gift cards. We'll announce those winners here in just a second. But first, a warning. A very important warning for your health. Monkey bread is insane. (laughs) It is so good. And I'm pretty sure we had it. Jeff cooked dinner for my parents on Saturday night. And had I had half a glass of wine more, I probably would have licked the plate that that (laughs) monkey bread was on. It was so good. I did not know what monkey bread was. Um, And monkey bread is like, it's dough. It's butter. It's cinnamon and it's sugar. That's yes. it, right? A hundred percent. And 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 Callie thought I was making it, and I wasn't. I just I don't even know what it is. So I asked y'all to send your monkey bread recipes, and you did in a big way. So I ended up using kind of like a, an average of all the recipes that I got. so good. And I'm going to try, unfortunately, Callie, I'm going to have to make it again because I want to write the recipe down and share it. But but basically, you take brown sugar and table sugar and you put bread dough in it and then you put it in a pan and then you cover it in butter and more brown sugar and cinnamon. Then you bake it and you serve it hot and it's so good. It, I ate like more than half of it. And then I was so sick for the rest of the night. Like we had dessert. We said goodbye to my parents. And then have you ever had nights like this where you're just like, I got to go to bed. I got to go to bed. You're and just, I went and laid you're down. You're kind of just sweating, even though you're not working out. I you're- was like sweating. And then I was like, I, I was so uncomfortable that I got into bed and I pulled my knees up against my chest and just like got in the fetal position <laughs> and tried to sleep. Do you remember the time we went with your friend Jenna to that barbecue spot in South Carolina and it was so good. And we, and I mean, it really is. It's called the smoking pig. Oh, it's it's Pen- delicious. It's in Pendleton, South Carolina. And Callie's friend Jenna was with us and we went there 
and we ordered like two rounds of food because it's so good. It was ridiculous. And Jenna, who what, we had our lake house at the time, so we were just a few minutes away any weekend of the year. But Jenna it was a very special occasion for her. So she ate so much that she was lying down in the car on the way back to the lake. And I said, hey, are you okay? And she's like, I have the meat sweat. No, that's not what she I, said. She, and I need a meat nap. No, that's not what she said. What? She said she needed to take a Q-snooze. Oh, a Q-snooze. That's right. A Q-snooze. <laughs> oh, my gosh. From overeating. So, anyways, monkey bread, unless you're prepared to overeat. Don't do it. Do not make it. Don't do it. That being said, I'll post my recipe as soon as I um, recreate it and document it. And thank you to everybody who sent your monkey bed bread recipes in. Um, all right, congratulations time to our winners. And now listen, here's what you need to do if you don't. Obviously, if you're listening to this right now, you listen to the show. But you also need to join our Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash Callie and Jeff. Um, we also have a newsletter. We do. It's a weekly pick me up and it is, you can go to callieandjeff.com and click on the newsletter like little tab thing and you can join the newsletter. And it's something that Katie, who's part of our upside team writes every week. And it's meant to kind of like sit in your inbox until you hit a point in your week where you're like, ah, I just like you're in a bad mood or you want to feel better. And she sends a pick me up of like what a dozen things a week that'll pick you up and make you feel good. And uh, intermixed in in our Facebook group and in the Pick Me Up newsletter and occasionally here on the podcast, you'll hear us give out a code word and a number to text in to win. And people really do win. And this week's winners are Joni Osteen and Raffaella Habda. So we've got Amazon gift cards coming to two Amazon Woo-hoo. gift cards going to each one of you. So congratulations, Joni and Raffaella. I appreciate also, it. I also wanted to say one more thing about the weekly pick me up. I'm going to start chasing companies for discount codes for um, the email blast. And I used to do this when I had my blog and I would send out a monthly email and I would have a different discount code that you could only get from the newsletter. And I'm going to start doing that again. And we have one this week from Quilted Koala, which is one of my favorite, um, like bag designers and designer sounds really fancy, but, um, it's a great bag company. They make my favorite like travel bag purse thing that I always take with me and they're offering upsiders 25% off of, um, whatever order they want to make. So the code is going to be in the weekly pick me up, sign up. It's awesome. And then you can have that discount code to use whenever. All right. So, uh, and, uh, and keep your eye out. We'll do another contest here in the very, in the very near future. So once again, Joni Austin and Raffaella Habda, congratulations. We'll be in touch in the next day or so, and we'll get those gift cards to you. I had an upsider ask me a question that I didn't know how to answer. And it's a question that should be relatively easy for me to answer. So I need your help, Jeff Dollar. All right. I got all the answers. So, and, if, and if not, I have the confidence to pretend I do. Yeah, you do. Um, so somebody contacted me and said, because we talk a lot about partnership, especially in marriage. And I mentioned before that that the the thing that I think is so important in Jeff and I's relationship is that we are our number one thing in our relationship is partnership. Um, we both really wanted a partner. It was our, it is marital value number one for us. And someone messaged me and said, can you talk more about what partnership is? Like, what does that mean? Partners? What do you mean by partners? And I was like, well, and then I was like, wait a minute, that's really hard to explain. <laughs> 
Why is that hard to explain? What our definition of partnership is like, what it like explain what, like why partnership, what it is and why it's so important to us. Like what is partnership? What is partnership? I don't I don't even think I understand the question. She wanted to know, we, we say that we're good partners. Yeah. What does that mean? That, she doesn't know what that means. Oh, okay. To me, it, it means we respect each other's thoughts, opinions, input, space, needs, and wants, right? Like we respect all of that. It's a mutual respect for what makes the other person tick. And it is existing within those boundaries as well as within your own. So can you give me like some more specific examples? Well, it's, uh, it's as simple as knowing that Callie, for example, for, for whatever reason, it drives, she does not like going to the car wash. She does not like taking her car to the car wash to get it clean. So I just do it. I don't like unloading the dishwasher. I mean, I'll have no problem loading it. I have no problem even putting the dishes away, but sometimes just the task of unloading the dishwasher drives me nuts. So whenever I ask Callie to do it, she just does it. There's no, like, the, I mean, that's on a simple, like, superficial level. Mm -hmm. um, we respect each other's. So if, like, you're, if you're single and you're trying to figure out if partnership is important to you and what a partnership is, like, how do you... Wouldn't partnership be different for every single person? I think so. Like there might be, I think, okay, take away the word partnership. I think more important than partnership is, is honest communication. So there might be a person who, uh, there might be a woman who her entire life has dreamed of being a, a CEO of a company. And that's a number one. And if, a, and if a relationship comes along and she enters into that relationship and communicates that to her partner and, and he wants a family mm -hmm. like tomorrow, then that's, there's a problem in that partnership. Right. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's a weird thing to answer, right? Well, because it's different for every single person. Right. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I would have worked well with a wife who wanted to be married and have four kids by 30. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that would have, like, that was not the track that I was on, like for mm -hmm. starting a family. So yeah, I mean, it, I, I guess, yeah. It is a hard question to answer. I know. It's like because shockingly it's a, hard. Because it's different for every person. I think that. Um, you answer it. Smart. I know. Smarty, that's why I asked you. I'm pants. like, I have no idea. I think that Jeff and I both came into this relationship from other relationships that so noticeably weren't partnerships that I think both of us, it wasn't like, hey, we're looking for this, but we know how this void feels. And I want to not feel like that anymore. Is that true at all? Like, yeah, like you're kind of, at least in my former relationship, but even former super serious relationship, it's like you're in a relationship with someone and you do things together, 
but you really have two separate lives. Like there's no sense. It's not like a team effort but at that's, all. But see, to me, that's not about partnership. That's about communication because if I understand that relationship, right, that you had, he wanted a wife who would have kids, like didn't want a career, wanted to have kids, stay at home, take care of the house, raise the kids. And like that, that's what he wanted in his partner. Mm -hmm. You wanted to establish yourself in a career. You wanted to use your college degree to some extent. You wanted to, uh, you didn't want to crank out any kids super quickly, right? Mm -hmm. So that's not a partnership issue as much as it is a communication issue. So basically, if you haven't, if you're not. What was the specific question from the person who. It was you and Jeff talk about how good your partnership is. What does that mean? Like, what do you mean partners? Okay. So I would respond back to that person and say, we're only good partners because we have honest conversation mm -hmm. and, and when, and that's honest conversation with each other and with ourselves. And I think, um, it's kind of like knowing what you want and what's important to you. And I wanted someone that was like my teammate and my equal. And like, if there are days where I can't cook dinner or whatever it is, or take out the trash or whatever, that I have someone that's willing to meet me there and tag in at any time and say, no problem. I got this. And I think that is just, that's what I wanted. And it was most important to me. And that's what Jeff wanted. And that was most important to him. So now, since we have that goal of like partners, that's what we want. We want to be able to tag each other in but at that, any time. But, but I think we're doing, you think I'm getting too specific. I think we're doing a disservice because we're talking specifically about our partnership, mm -hmm. which doesn't apply to everyone. Right. It's basically having the same goal. And it's being communicated. Like just, yeah. it's being honest with yourself and with the person you're with on big things and little things. Like I say it all the time, do sweat the small stuff. But some people don't. Yeah. So I guess some, some, for, yeah. I don't know. It's such a hard question. Well, the reason we it's a, the reason it's a hard question to answer is because we're trying to put our values on other people. Yeah. So we have to erase that. We have to stop there and say, don't follow our lead in being open and honest with each other mm -hmm. and respecting each other's boundaries, but don't try to be like us. Right. Don't try to get to the same partnership place that we are driving down the same roads because your path right. is going to be different. It's figure out what your partnership goals are, Yes. what your significant other thinks your partnership goals are, and then constantly every single day having that be the number one goal. Man, I, I, there are going to be some dinnertime conversations tonight that, <laughs> that are going to end poorly. That are gonna that are gonna end with the guest room getting used. Oh no! But it's a, all a good thing, right? That's fine. If you gotta you gotta sweat it for a couple of days to get to the bottom of it, it's all a good thing. And I th I would say the most important part about that is be honest with yourself. Yes. Don't start compromising with yourself in order to fit into the partnership. Be honest with yourself. Yes. Uh, because sometimes that's more difficult than being honest with somebody else. That is so true. All right. Speaking of partners, we have a brand new one here on the upside. So we want to say welcome to a company called three fit. Now this company I found through an ad online. I Jeff is so excited about this. Yes. I found this. They, they popped up like on my Instagram or something 
And they got me when they said that their shirts do not shrink. And if you know me, I wear t-shirts. That's all it's I It's the uniform. Wear. It's the Jeff Dollar uniform. Black t-shirts, right? That's what I wear. And so when I find a brand that I like, I ride it out. That's my go-to. And the number one problem with t-shirts is not shrinking to like be too tight, but shrinking lengthwise. Yeah. And then they become too short and you just can't wear them. Uh, 3Fit has solved that problem. I don't know the science behind it, but they have solved that problem. And they they do a great job of helping you pick out the shirt that fits perfect for you by sending you three. Like three different fits, mm -hmm. three different cuts of a similar fit. You try them all on. You pick the one that fits the best. Send the other ones back, and then they'll send you new ones. So I, I we're going to be talking about them a lot this week. We're going to be talking about their gift plan. They got like a gift thing they got for the holidays. So women, you can hook your guy up with it. But if you've got a guy who complains that his shirts shrink, please go see our new partner, 3FitTheory.com slash Upside. And, I'll, and like I said, I'll be telling you a lot more about it all week, but do it today. 3FitTheory.com slash upside. Jeff is so excited. I know that that's like the official end of the like endorsement or whatever, but he found this company and then like harassed them and was like, you need to advertise with their podcast. I love you so much. And it's just really cute watching him like. Yeah, well, because I, I, I mean, it's something that I 1000% <laughs> use every like multiple times a week. So, and they just came out with Phoenix. So game on. Jeff, Jeff is so excited. He loves a good t-shirt. All right. Product review time. I find products that are stalking all of us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And I order them to give you the real scoop on if they work or not. And a lot of these products are like blogger products. Like you see them everywhere. They're stalking all of us and I'm getting to the bottom of it. And what I was testing this week was good American jeans. Jeff does not know. Sometimes I wish we had another girl in here so they could like you know, talk with me. Jeff's just sitting here blankly staring at me like, well, I don't get, I don't get the same ads that you do. Like if you, if wouldn't you be kind of weirded out if like women's razors and ladies shoes were popping yeah, up on I, my, yeah. on my Instagram. Um, so good American jeans is Chloe Kardashian's denim brand. And their whole shtick is like jeans that fit everybody size inclusive, but also like, you know, it's meant for like, did we have an upside uh, listener ask you to review these? Are we these did. The ones? Okay, uh -huh. cool. So I bought a pair and they're total, pretty a total aside, but I think the person who asked you to review those was the sister of the woman that we met at Eggtoberfest. Lauren, I think her was name it was. Lauren? Yeah, how she, did you how did you come to that? Because she sent us a message saying, "Oh my gosh, you met my sister. I love y'all. I can't believe I wasn't there. I've left you voicemails, blah blah blah." And I asked Kelly to review the jeans. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So Lauren, here you go. There's your. Here you your, go, Lauren. This is your, for you, girl. Here's the review of your pants. Callie's about to get in your pants. <laughs> so they are pretty expensive jeans, and I am super denim picky, and I was because of the, the kind of shtick and the whole, all the press that came out said, these jeans will fit everyone. They will be good for your curves and all of this stuff. And like, I have a butt and I have thighs. So I've kind of been super into this. I bought a couple pair that did not work for me. And I was kind of surprised at that because I don't know. I just, 
assumed it was like the magic gene or something. Um, I don't think it's their magical genes. I think they're genes, you know, like any brand that has like a ton of different styles. Um, I did find one that I liked. It's called the good legs, ankle, skinny jeans, and I'll link it on my social media and in the Facebook group. I really liked these. I was surprised that I had to size up. So you have to go up a size, which is a little weird because usually like if you go for a curvy style, they're more true to size. So I thought that was a little weird, but I did wind up spending my money on um, this one style of their jeans. So And you liked it? So one of the styles I gets like a thumbs it. up? Yeah. And one of them didn't. So I was, you know, like kind of weirded out that, it, you know, like... I don't know. Usually if there's like a Spanx product or something like that, like nine times out of 10, I like the product and they're all pretty similar fit wise. Yeah. These felt like totally different. I mean, I know they're different styles. They just. Are just women, like are women partial? Cause I know the answer for me. I don't know if it's for all guys, but, um, like women's pants are like numbers, right? So like you wear an eight, a 10, a 12, a 14, right? Is that how it's or dresses? Aren't those like sometimes 14, it depends. Uh, it, it depends. So if you are like a size twelve mm-hmm. in m- most brands or whatever, but then there's one brand where you're a size ten. Are you partial to that brand? Totally. Okay. Good. Totally. Because because I wear either extra large or double XL T-shirts, and I'll always lean to the XL ones. Yes. Because like, it makes you feel good, and there's yes. a pair like Madewell is pretty all over the board with their sizing, but they have this one, um, Madewell has a style of jean. It's called the tinsel and that I actually sized down in and I'm like, these are the best jeans ever. I got to size down. So it really doesn't matter. But yeah, I just, for like a curvy line, I was just like, oh, that's I, weird. I wouldn't try anything on after the monkey bread incident of 20. Yeah. I'm not going to be would, wearing would, pants except for pajama pants with an elastic waist for like the next week. Yeah. I would wait a few days. Anyways. So Good American, um, approved, but just know that it, you know, every single style is different, just like other jean brands. So you may have to order a couple styles and, um, you know, see what you like next week. I'm going to be reviewing wooden ships, sweaters, wooden ship sweater. Yeah. So this is a sweater brand that has been stocking me for well over a year. And I've always wanted to, um, order them, but I'm like, well, I don't know. Do I really need to? Cause they're, I don't know. Do I need to spend the money on a sweater? I don't know. Anyways, I finally was like, you know what? We have a podcast now and I have a credit card that says I can expense that. So I expense the sweater and I'm going to tell you all about it on next week's episode. Have you asked our accountants about that? No, I'm just putting okay. everything for the upside that I try on uh, one credit and card one and then handing it over and being like, if we reviewed this on the podcast, can I deduct that from my taxes? I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be convenient if you can't, right? I know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, All right. Halloween, just a couple weeks away. And last week, we talked about the best and worst Halloween candies. And on the best, number nine of the top 10 was Skittles. And uh, we brought up the rumor or the uh, uh, urban legend or whatever it is that all Skittles taste exactly the same. So the, Not green, true. the green one tastes the same as the the purple one, which nope. tastes the same as the orange one, which nope. tastes the same as the red one. So Callie is, as you can hear, maintaining that that's absolutely not true. So we are going to put her to the test. Yes. Uh, I think you just close your eyes, mm-hmm. reach into the bowl, pull out a Skittle. Do you want to give me one so you know I'm not saying it? Well, no, it's like put it in your mouth like it's communion or something. 
No, just hand it to me. Oh, no, you can do it. I mean, okay. Yeah, whatever. And I have to guess what color it is? Yeah, just hold it up so I can see it. Okay, I'm mixing them up. The real skill. Well, let's see how you do okay. with this. Do you see the color? Yeah. All right, so pop it in your mouth. <laughs> people get weird about chewing. So some people are like, I love it when you guys, when I can hear it's mouth. Red. I get, I love it when I, you guys can hear, I can hear mouth noises. I'm like what? Sorry, That's people. the. Oh, I thought people hate that. It's red, right? No, purple. It's purple. Mm -hmm. What's your, give me your final answer. Purple. You sure? Positive. Even though you said red first? Yep, purple. Do another one? Mm -hmm. I told you. So, yeah. So, uh, when we did the dog thing, uh, you know, like name that crunch, and I gave the dogs all these crunchy foods, and you had to, or some people hate the chewing noises. But a few people are like, I really like it when I can hear your mouth noises. <laughs> like, that's the weirdest. I'm going to try not to chew into the mic on this one because I know it really bothers people. That's the weirdest message you could ever okay. send another human being. Ready? Yep. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh. One, she's one for Lime. one, by the way. Lime. Need to know the color, please. Green. Mm. I told you you could do it. Mm. It's like <laughs> sour, too. What are the zombie Skittles? What, are, what do you mean? I saw an ad that says, do you dare try the zombie Skittles? No. Are they like those jelly beans that, have the, that taste nasty? I have no idea. How many am I doing? I don't know. Dude. Let's even go three for three. Okay, ready? Got it. She, she's holding it up like it's going to take me a minute to register the color. Oh, she might. She's looking concerned. We might have stumped her. Red. You sure? Yep. Positive? Positive. 100%. 100%. You sure? No. I really, I really like your mouth noises. I'm trying not to do it in the mic. At some point, we want to do video. That was green. I thought you said it was red. Nope. Red and green can't be. It's green. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive? Positive. You sure it wasn't an old piece of green that popped up out of your tooth and invaded whatever? I hope not. It tastes like green, though. <gasps> what was it? Red. Oh. You're I'm right the first time. Accent. Oh, you're not. I need to cleanse my palate. You're going to do another one? Mm -hmm. You got to end. <laughs> She's so proud of this skill. When we add video to the podcast, Okay. Watching Callie try to take a drink. I do. Watching Callie try to take a drink while we're recording is the funniest thing because she leans back and does Yellow. like. Oh, it's almost like. Good job. Mm -hmm. See, there's a difference. Okay. Why did that rumor even get started that they all tasted? Mm -hmm. It's a stupid rumor. Um, you know what the real skill is? Do you want to try it now? Let's try it now. Okay. Put two in your mouth. At the same Ooh, time and try, and try to identify both of them. Okay, ready? Keeping in mind that you might end up getting two of the same color. Yeah. Okay, go. I don't think I can do this. Did you just put them on opposite sides of your mouth? Are you trying to? <laughs> I mean, it's fine if you are, whatever the, you know, whatever you got to do. One's red for sure. Okay. Who just, it's a eating segment. Somebody out there is turning it way up. Red and purple. Hey. Nice work. Look at that. Look at that skill. Too bad this is a totally worthless skill. I know, right? Can I trade that out for something cool? You know, you don't, you mean trade out your 
Skittle tasting talents. Why are these to- so sour? <laughs> these taste so sour to me, and they didn't when I was a kid. Maybe you're just growing up. Your tastes have changed. Or maybe the sweet the sweet part of your tongue, the sweet taste buds of your tongue have all been killed by the monkey bread. Maybe. Oh. All right. Uh, a couple more partners to thank on, uh, on the show. Uh, our friends at Hemp Fusion, if you have been curious about CBD, here's a couple things you need to know. One, all CBD is not created equally. It's not. There are uh, there are qualities issues. There are blending issues, and Hemp Fusion has both of those covered. They have high quality CBD, and they're blended with omegas and terpenes that will help the CBD absorb into your system. You can make Hemp Fusion CBD part of your daily routine. Um, there are a ton of benefits to it: stress, sleep, uh, uh, um, uh, anxiety. Uh, they also, you can also use CBD for muscle aches and pains, go to hempfusion.com. And if you use the promo code upside, you're going to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. That's hempfusion.com slash upside. And a big thank you to Kara for coming back on board, but this time with an even better discount code for you. Now, Kara, if you didn't hear before, I have been searching for vitamins. It's been not searching. It's been on my to-do list for like three years, let's be honest. And every time I go in, my doctor says, hey, are you taking a multivitamin? No, I'm not taking anything because I walk into drugstores, look at the vitamin aisle and get totally overwhelmed. So care of is super easy. It is personalized. You go onto their website, takecareof.com and you take a little online quiz about your lifestyle and, you know, different kinds of things. Like I put in that we were trying to get pregnant and then it personalizes a vitamin pack for you. It even has your name on it and they send it right to your house every single month. So it's super, super easy. This month they're giving you 50% 50% off this month. I don't know why I said this month. Five, right now. Five zero, right now. Right now. They're giving you 50% off of your first order by going to takecareof.com and enter the code UPSIDE50 at checkout. So that is a huge discount. And you've been, if you've been thinking about trying it, now would be the time because I haven't seen a discount bigger than that. No, that's a great one. So takecareof.com, enter UPSIDE50 at checkout. All right, can we end the show with uh, a super pup? Super pup. This is, uh, if you have a dog in your world that's like a hero, that's awesome. And we've heard of like little dachshunds jumping on people's chest because there's smoke filling up the house. Oh my and, gosh. Like uh, if you, if there is a superhero dog in your world, we want to know about it. Um, the reason I'm doing this one and not Callie is because this superhero dog that I found it falls in your favorite category of dog. Oh, it's a working dog. It's a police dog. It's a police working dog. The, this dog is named Bandit, and uh, there's a picture of him. We'll put it up on the on the um, website, but it's in our show notes. But uh, it's Bandit in front of an American flag. Oh my God, he's so cute. Um, he is a canine officer. I think this was in Ohio. Uh, they got a phone call. Police officers got a phone call at 1247 p.m. that a three-year-old had gone missing. So they dispatched out to the house. Uh, They um, talked to the parents, realized what happened, called in Bandit. Uh, Bandit came to the house and smelled around the little boy's bedroom Mm -hmm. and where he sleeps and stuff, and then went outside. And exactly 10 minutes later, 
Bandit's nose never left the ground, tracked the boy right to where he wanted a way to. Oh, what a good boy. Yes. So Bandit, job well done. And uh, just an example of how we don't deserve dogs. We really don't. And I read a story somewhere, and we'll have to get into this later in the week, but I was reading a story that older military dogs are needing homes. Like the younger ones fresh off of service get adopted and they have a really hard time placing the older dogs usually because it can't be with kids under five and stuff like that. Like they need a little more special attention than just, you know, your average dog, right. but there's a whole bunch of senior military dogs. What's a military dog? Is this like, like they've served in, like they've been like in Afghanistan yes. and they've sniffed out, roadside yes. munitions in Afghanistan. Yes. And now they fly back home. Yes. That's and they, crazy. so they're like 10 to 12 years old and they need a place to, you know, to call home and they're seniors. And I'm like that. Okay. I love, love police dogs, military. Like I love dogs. I love working dogs and I love senior dogs. So, so that's like my whole thing. These dogs are already trained to find stuff. So do you, do you think we could get one and its sole job would be to find your phone when you're about to leave the house? <laughs> I really should have a dog for that. Like what if the, you just have Bandit in the house? And you're no. like, all right, Bandit, we're heading out. And then Bandit just runs through the house and sniffs and then brings you your phone from the couch cushion, from your bathroom sink, from the kitchen sink, when you put it in the refrigerator, wherever it is. Could Bandit. you imagine Lily with a big dog in the house? No. <laughs> I couldn't. She would not like it. The reason we bring up Lily is because Sadie wouldn't care. Sadie doesn't care about anything except for trucks backing up. We could move in two alpacas, a rooster, and a fire-breathing dragon, and Sadie would be like, just keep him away from my kibble, and I'm good. And then, but if as soon as the alpaca's truck, like, backed up to leave, (laughs) she would, like, pack her bags and move out just because she heard the truck back up. Thank you for listening to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Speaking of senior dogs, do you know what we're going to go do on Tuesday? Oh, is that Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Oh, that's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. We are going to the Humane Society and we're going to film a trailer for what I'm calling an underdog. And I'm using that term loosely to mean an animal, dog or cat, that is having a really hard time getting adopted at the shelter. And um, I kind of initially said this is like a free for all, like, hey, if you know an older, and like everybody had older animals. So we kind of like narrowed it down to our friends at the Humane Society here in Atlanta. And we're going to be making a movie trailer. My friend Leah is coming to shoot like one of the older animals to try to help them get adopted. And we're going to make a movie trailer for an underdog, an upside underdog. Now I have a question because I haven't texted. I know you told me to, but I haven't reached out to Leah yet to text. So will you ask her this in in case I don't text her soon enough? Mm -hmm. Should I find out the story of the dog and kind of write a rough script before she (laughs) films? Before (laughs) she films or or will that not matter? I don't think it'll matter because I think we can write the story around the personality of the dog when we meet it. Right. And it, but I like their backstory because I'm thinking like in a world where your farm got foreclosed on and you were sent to the humane society. <laughs> Do you want to voice the 
the no, video? I, I have somebody in mind. I don't want to say who it is yet, but I have somebody in mind who's got a great voice for it. So we're going to do that. So if you have a soft spot for senior dogs, sorry, not sorry, they are coming your way. This is Katie Burke of Roswell, Georgia, a.k.a. your trusty newsletter gal, your creator of uplifting content, and a faithful member of Team Upside, a.k.a. the greatest team in the world. I want to remind everyone to subscribe to the newsletter. It is awesome. It's the weekly email blast called Pick Me Up, and it's basically just an email packed with happy, heartwarming, uplifting content. And I promise it is going to make you smile. Who does not want to smile? Please tell me. Tell me someone who doesn't want to smile. I'll wait. Besides the Grinch. And he doesn't count because guess what? At the end of the movie, he didn't even smile. Not to toot my own horn, but this thing's pretty good. So I think that you guys should all subscribe to the newsletter. It goes out every Tuesday, and it will be the best thing that your inbox receives all week. I promise. Okay. I think that's all. Um, I'm going to go now. You know you love me. XOXO. Okay, bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I just had to call in um, after your conversation today where you're talking about something about if you're in an abusive situation, get out of that situation. Don't let the money stress you out. And I just had to call in because I was someone who was in that situation a few years ago, and it was very scary to get out. It was very stressful. It was all the hard things that I thought it was going to be, but... For the people out there, if there's someone out there who's listening, who is in that situation, one thing that kept me going and actually got me to that point where I was like, I don't care what happens, I'm going to do this, because I I realized that I was in a very, very, very dark place that I was never going to get out of, and I realized that even though my friends and my family uh, were going to be there for me to support me, they weren't going to do it for me, and so I had the thought... I need to be my own hero, and that's something that stayed with me for years now, even since, and I use that in all kinds of different situations now, but that was one thing that helped me get out of that situation, and I just want to say that you can be your own hero, uh, and it is worth it when you get to the other side, and it might take you a while to get there, but be your own hero. What's up, Callie and Jeff? This is Jason from Cumming, Georgia. Just want to let you know your show's awesome. My wife and seven-year-old son listen to your show while we go walking, or I listen to it on my lunch break while I walk. But I just wanted to let you know uh, about the looking for the yeast in the grocery store. The reason it's on the top shelf is because yeast rises. Y'all are awesome. Love you. Bye. Hey, guys. My name's Stephanie. I'm calling from Las Vegas. Um, I wanted to let you know this morning on a, a group that I'm in, uh, a woman posted that her husband had just lost his job, and she mentioned that she had a little newborn and a five-year-old, and she needed diapers and wipes, and she was concerned with how she was going to get them. And because I've been listening to the show, I placed an order at Target for her to go pick up for diapers and wipes, and I just never would have even thought to have done that if it wasn't for you guys and the random acts of generosity that you're constantly doing. So just wanted to let you know. Thanks guys. Love your show. Bye. Have to go eat some cat poop. Okay. Bye.